You are listening to the You Are Techie podcast, episode number 68. Welcome to the You Are Techie podcast, where it's all about growing in your techiness so you can find the tech job of your dreams. And now your host, technology learning coach, Ellen Toomey. I know you've been thinking about it. I know that very techie you is ready to come out and find the tech job of your dreams this year. But who do you turn to for the support you need to move from learning to getting hired in tech? Well, I've got some great news for you. I've got you covered with the You Are Techie Coaching Membership. We listen to our audience and we heard you ask for UX design and full stack developer options in your course content. Not to mention the getting hired strategies that have worked for so many women before you. We are offering the trifecta of courses, coaching, and community support with the mentors you need to keep you moving forward in your tech career. It's like no other membership program out there. We have the exact skills employers are looking for. You'll learn how to maximize your income with portfolio-ready skills that hiring managers are seeking. Not to mention the steps you can skip so you don't find yourself down that tech learning rabbit hole. Join me as I walk you step-by-step through the getting hired process in tech. Sign up at youartechy.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I can't wait to see you in our membership. Hey there, so good to be with you today. How are you? I'm so glad that you've stopped by today so we can talk about this fun topic of progress through fear. And it may just be the most important topic on the podcast today. Here's why. We're going to talk about what it should feel like when you start learning tech. Now, I'm not sure about you, but I've never heard a tech lesson on how it should feel. This is important because I see this all over social media with my students, and I remember it from my own experience. But when you start off in a course or in a boot camp and you feel totally lost, you immediately go to, there must be something wrong with me. I must not be cut out for this. There isn't, and you are. That's the feeling of inadequacy or overwhelm, and it's really just fear that causes us to want to learn everything. We feel like if someone is showing us something on a screen, we should immediately understand what they're saying And if we don't, we need to go back and learn something else, like there's a before, okay? I'm here to tell you that's not the case. And if you are learning something new in tech and you are watching a video or listening to a teacher or whatever, that is just step zero. That's basically exposing your brain to the material. You will not understand. You should not understand it at this time. And it's okay that you do not understand it. Tell your brain that. You don't need to know what they're talking about the first time you listen to it. And here's what you do. You just redirect your brain back to the material at hand, jot down some notes that might seem relevant even if you're not sure, 
And then once there's a break or you pause the video or it's your turn, now we get to step one. Step one is doing the work. So step zero is watching the video or listening to the teacher. So if you're out there and you're searching YouTube and you're like, huh, I kind of get what they're saying. I want you to stop doing that. You are only watching or listening to a video in order to apply the work to your activities. You have to actually do the work, okay? And that's really important because if you don't look at it that way, you can't possibly understand what you're learning until you do the work, then you're going to feel behind. You're going to feel like you're not cut out for it. But feeling overwhelmed and unclear about how to move forward is not only for beginners. Okay. This is how you will feel at the beginning of every new tech project you do going forward. Okay, now don't let that discourage you because after you expose yourself to this feeling enough, it doesn't feel so bad after a while. But after a while, you just get comfortable with the feeling that you don't quite know the answer or how to do it, but you get more comfortable that you believe in yourself that you will figure it out. That's why it's so important to push through and learn that material. Now, we've just done step one, so I'm going to go over more detail, how you can really begin to do that learning. Because most of you are looking at something for the first time and thinking, I have no idea what's going on. And there's something wrong with me. Okay. So another reason that this is so important to understand is that if you were looking for a job where the steps were clearly laid out for you, and you didn't really need to think about what you were doing, just schedule your time and do it, you aren't going to be paid as much for that job. So It's important to understand there's no way around this. The reason developers and designers are so highly paid is that they have to figure things out that are not known at the beginning of a project. That ambiguity, that figuring it outness, that's what you're being highly paid for. So I just want to make sure that you're listening to the part about how what you're feeling is not an indication to change what you're doing in terms of the content. It's just to change what you're doing in terms of the learning. So now you've done step one, right? So step zero was listen to the YouTube or the teacher or the course. And step one is actually doing it now. What? Now you do it again. And then you do it again. And then you do it again. I'm not randomly saying that a number of times. I've said it four times. You're going to want to do that activity three to four times, depending on the complexity. And the fourth time, you may be able to add a little flair or change something up to round out your understanding. But essentially, it's going to require doing that work four times before you can assess if you're really struggling with the material. I want you to keep in mind that asking questions and going to, you know, consulting in forums or a Slack channel, those are just part of the journey. Those are not extra steps that mean you're off course. I, you can think about those as like two, step 2A, two step 2B. They're just part of the process. And as you go through that, maybe at step 1A, you're asking a really vague question. Then you go back to step 2 to do it again. And then step 2A, you're asking a better question. And by 3A, you're asking a really good question and you finally solve the problem. 
So those are not extra steps, just part of the process. Everybody consults forums, asks questions, does their research. That's just part of it. Doesn't matter if you're new, old, existing, whatever. Now you can begin to see where looking to learn different content is not the fastest path. It's actually going to deter you from the real work that needs to be done, which is what we're calling progressing through the fear. So see, if you were to ask most developers what would be the most important skill to learn to become a developer, they would say something like problem solving or asking questions. So you need to put yourself in a position to solve problems, to ask questions, because that is what a real developer is going to do. Same with a designer. You're looking at making an experience amazing for a user. Users change, products change. And so wireframes are not all the same. Well, they shouldn't be. (laughs) And the creativity and the problem solving skills are the requirement for the job. That's that ambiguity that can only be accomplished by practicing in ambiguity, not by having someone else tell you what to do. Okay, so when it comes to how it should feel, when you start off, these are some of the feelings you will likely experience. Overwhelm, scary, confusing. You may feel inadequate, like other people know more than you. The worst thing you can ever do is compare yourself to someone else. You have no idea how big their GitHub repo is. You have no idea if they've taken a UX bootcamp before. You, it's really, really important to not compare because if you are comparing yourself to your step one to someone else's step 20, then you're always going to have those feelings of inadequacy and they're going to cause you to quit. And when the only thing that matters is that you just keep going. So we don't want to compare, but we want to accept that overwhelm, confusion, inadequacy. If you have those feelings when you start off your project, you're doing it right. I know, crazy, right? You're doing it right. Keep going. Practice progressing through the fear. It'll take longer than you think. Everything always takes longer than you think. It doesn't matter if you're learning or not. And then you're building the real skills you need to be successful in tech because you're progressing through fear and you're working through ambiguity and learning how to problem solve and ask better questions. And that, my friends, is what they're going to ask you at a technical interview. That thing that you're so afraid of, of like, what if I don't do the process right? The more you do the process, the better you're going to do in a technical interview. One quick word on technical interviews. Sometimes it's very hard to conduct a technical interview. I'm just going to tell you that right now. It's very, very hard. And I've known a lot of people who conduct these uh, interviews. They come up with the project and they're disappointed by the results. So don't assume that you know, if, that you are a good judge of how well you did or didn't do. I would just say the more you can go on, the better you're going to be because it's just really, really good practice. And so if you're going on your first technical interview, don't freak out. Just say it showing up is the success, right? And I know you really want this job, but if you view it like showing up is success and I'm just going to do the best I can and maybe the technical interview, maybe there are some challenges with that. Maybe it's not perfectly done. Try not to get overemphasized on making it perfect. Just lean into that ambiguity and go through the process that you know. The great thing about technical interviews is it's a great indication of what you're going to need to know on day one. And it's a great indication of some of the types of daily work that you're going to be doing as you grow into your flexible and highly paid tech job. 
So I know it can feel a little scary right now, but you can do this. You are perfectly capable of learning these skills and getting hired. You just have to pay the price of feeling uncomfortable, but do not pay the price of learning more. Do not, my friends, do not do that. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I'll see you next time. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the UR Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. Join me to get the strategies, training, and never-ending support to get hired. Sign up at URTechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I'll see you next time.